Welcome to the Knicks Bay Podcast. You're, you're, you're home of the zaniest takes in a blunt or the time. Three Knicks addicts, Dougie Fresh, what's good? I know I talk about him way too much, but Nerling's man, the fatality blocks at the end of the game are just, this one brought me to tears, dude. It's really, it's different, man. It's a different sensation. Whatever, I still love Mitch. D-Boy, what's good? You're just want to send a shout-out to the guy in my section today who every time Lonzo touched the ball started chanting, Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? That's all. Very weird chant, very specific chant. Also a strange chant to be doing on the kids' day, Junior Nick's day. Yeah, um, he was drunk. Makes me a little sad because uh, I'm sad, Monty. Damn, drunk at one in the afternoon in New York City. Awesome. Who could imagine that? <laughs> On right. God's day. Final score, New Amsterdam, 122. Orleans Parish, 112. Walt suit was a Sunday surrealism. A Sunday matinee where Julius Randle painted another masterpiece. Chef kiss. Mwah. We're going to get into quick hits. Quick hits. The win of the season. Let's crown some Knicks. The Kaiden Randall, who's your daddy most valuable player, goes to the second oldest Nick, Derek Rose. He scored 10 of his 21 in the final 10 minutes of play, and his assist to Reggie Bullock sent the game into overtime. The Why is Alfred Payton, our starting point guard award, goes to Alfred Payton. He is five for his last 16 and led the Pelicans comeback from 14 down with his sloppy play and bad decisions. The Bernard King brass ring goes to Julius Randle in his fourth consecutive game with 30 or more points. He also logged 10 assists for the sixth time this year and has played more than 40 minutes the last three contests. Yikes. The dare to just say no block of the night goes to Nerlin Noel's swat of Brandon Ingram's dunk attempt in overtime. And the sad stat of the game, Obi Toppin, Frank Nilakina, and Kevin Knox all shared the floor tonight. They combined for two points. This day in Sad Knicks history, April 18th, 1998, Chicago 111, New York 109. It was the last regular season home game of the last hurrah, the last dance. Bye-bye, Bulls on continuous chip parade. Michael Jeffrey Jordan scored 44 points and glitched the scoring title with a tidy 22 of 24 on free throw attempts. Jordan rules just right. New York is the mecca of basketball. I played here in college. And this is my first time playing in the pros. I mean, this this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you or whether they're going for you, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, uh, I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. The Knicks have consistently choked in the clutch for over two decades. And that's ignoring all of the heartbreak from the 90s and beyond. Even if we zoom in on just this season, Julius Randle is 0 for 3 in game-winning shots and spent the first two-thirds of the season falling apart in the closing moments of games. Close losses to the Nets, the Celtics, the Sixers. 
Then came that Grizzlies overtime game that sparked this winning streak and seems to have signified a paradigm shift with how we close out games. Randall is on a rampage and everyone has stepped up. With only 14 games to go and the Knicks playing their best basketball of the season, have they finally learned how to close out tight games? Sure, I guess. Uh, I've been downing Randall all year, but he seems to be coming up big in big moments. Feels weird saying it, but it's happening. Uh, RJ as a 20 year old is there to step up and take the big shots. He wants it. He wants to be involved, which is a great sign for the future. It seems like, hmm, with this mountain of evidence, maybe we're clutch when Alfred Payton doesn't touch the floor in the fourth quarter or the beginning of the third or the beginning of the first. Maybe he'll put in a guy like Quickly who spreads the floor and looks great playing along with Julius Randle. Well, I think Tibbs figured that out in the stretch of this game. Finally tonight, when it looked like he was going to close out with a backcourt of Derrick Rose and Alfred Payton, which would have just been so insane. But finally, he reinserted quickly, which allowed for some spacing, which allowed for Reggie Bullock to get the kick out from Rose. Tonight, it wasn't RJ. Tonight, it wasn't Burks. But those two have been called upon to make those game-winning shots that Julius Randle has been missing. So once Randle gets a teammate involved, gets a teammate who can hit the big shot, Randle can help take it home. Who do you want to see in those crunch time moments moving forward as we reach this playoff push? Well, RJ for one. Absolutely. As I said, that Memphis game kind of changed the whole complexion of where the season was going, and that was all on RJ's back. But also, quickly, and I know he missed those two shots that almost lost us the game tonight, but he wants it. You know that he has it in him to hit a game-winning three, and you know that his spacing on the court allows Randall to do his job and for the Knicks to succeed. And the more time quickly gets out there, the more comfortable he is. These rotations, we've been about it all season, that they're kind of screwy, that they don't really help, but they don't help. And if you're going to maybe switch something up, I feel like that's one little tweak that could make the team a little bit more clutch is having a little bit more spacing out there. When you get reps in the stretch, as you say, Monty, you get more comfortable. But we have always been comfortable from the beginning of the year on the defensive side of the ball. And that's where I liked what I saw out of Quickly tonight. He came in and Peyton, supposedly the defensive stalwart of the starting lineup. No, Quickly held his own. He got out when he needed. He closed out when he needed to. Nerlens was fantastic. Reggie was fantastic. Even Frank, the defensive specialist, even though he got two mystery calls on him, was fantastic. So the clutch defense has been there from day one. Cue the devil voice because there's another trend here that we're not talking about that is a fatal flaw of these Knickerbockers. And we are only in these games because we are consistently blowing leads. That's why there's crunch time. And until we figure out something different than these third quarter grueling Alfred Payton slog fest where we burn through a 16 point lead built on the back of guys like Burks and Rose and quickly, we are going to find ourselves in these games against better opponents not being able to pull through. Whoa, our bench is decent. They just don't get the time. If you're throwing Obi Toppin out there for three minutes, five minutes, a half, and he's sitting at the three-point line, you're not even trying to gain points in that situation. You're just throwing a guy out there 
just to fill time while Julius Randle takes a couple of breathers. You got to have something to go to in your second unit. And if you don't, the playoffs, you're going to get ran off the court. Missing Alec Burks, as always, forced Tibbs' hand. And we saw Kevin Knox tonight when OB didn't have it together. We saw Kevin Knox. We saw quickly. We saw Nilakina. And I can't believe I have to say we saw quickly like it should be this exceptional thing. No, we need a lot more quickly minutes night after night. But these Alfred Payton subsistence minutes always cost us the lead. But that's just how this team is structured. You got to get everything you can out of everybody who's available on a given night. Ain't going to work against the Sixers. Ain't going to work against the best teams in the East. Come playoff time, Tibbs' stubbornness is going to be his downfall. We shall see. Roll that. Light that. Smoke that. It's time for Blantar. Blantar. Zion Williamson. Built like the Empire State Building. Z cut in his hair like oak. Unstoppable like Pelham 123. Iron like a lion in Zion. RJ's college roommate. Five years from now, reunion? Question mark. It would be the first time we got to dance with a top partner. CP3 left LA. AD left LA. Come on, New Orleans, throw New York a bone. Jordan Brand and Flatbush Ave is salivating with the marketing potential. Sure, re-up with Julius Randle as a placeholder, for Zion is the future. RJ, Zion, Luca? Question mark? Championships? Exclamation mark? Am I high? Definitely. We hope you all enjoyed your Knicks bait, and never ever forget, Derrick Rose is the only player who has laced up for the Knicks and won an MVP in their career, since Willis Reed's last game in 1974. 